Where are you? Freaking France or what? I'm in France and I took pictures next to the Eiffel Tower. Why are you hating on me being in France, dude? Because I'm jealous, dude. Well, that is a you <laughs> problem. You should go to France. <laughs> I know. I haven't been to France in a really long time. I like don't even really remember it. It's been so long. I've never been here before. It's pretty it's pretty dope. I'm a big I'm a big France guy. Big France guy over here. Why does it look like you're in a barn loft or something? Oh, we're staying in a castle. And it's wood? Yeah, this is the attic of the castle and the, this, huh. this whole game room up here. It's so freaking nice. It's ridiculous. That's insane. So basically you're living like real life Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, did you see my Instagram? I even had a dragon yeah. on my things. Yeah. Well, did you bring your little drone with you? Yeah, did you see Did you see my Instagram? I had a drone yes. video. Yes. I mean, why are you asking these questions when you know? I don't I'm, know. I'm just trying to make conversation I'm here. I'm killing the game over here. I know. You're like drone guy, pro photographer guy. I'm the greatest Instagram boyfriend that there ever has been. You're pretty good. I just want everyone to know that right now. So Sarah just posted like a series of pictures of her in front of the Eiffel Tower. And she was like, I really want, you know, like sometimes Instagram, when you're like doing the post, it like makes it smaller than the picture actually is. And you're like, so there's an app called over that like makes it so you can like make the picture smaller. So it'll do that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And of course I have it. Don't know why never used it. Don't care. All right. But because I am the greatest Instagram boyfriend of ours or any other generation, I was like, send me the pics back that I already sent her because I took them while on my knees getting the perfect angle of her Ah! whilst eating a crepe with the Eiffel Tower in the back room. Then I reformatted it and then sent it to her. Wow. I know. If there is some sort of social media award, I need it. How is there not, honestly? I don't know. How is that not a Revolve Award? Influencer Boyfriend of the Year or something. I don't know. Yeah, I need some sort of recognition over here because <laughs> I'm killing it. But yeah, dude, we're in France and I'm a big France guy. Didn't know I was a big France guy until I came to France. But I tell you what, don't speak a lick of the language. All right. No, it's tough. I took four years of it in high school and I can't speak a lick of it. It's so funny because Sarah, she took it in, in high school. And so she's like, I got this. And the problem is, is that she'll come in and she'll say something in French, like right off the bat. And they're like, oh. You know French, and they're like, and then they just like, and then we just look like absolute idiots. So I come in there, full blazing American, like, (laughs) just hello, how's it going? Not even trying to say like, you know, like, we we bonjour, bonjour. Bonsoir. I don't try. I don't this is try. why I wouldn't even try because if, if I said bonjour, je m'appelle Brandy, mm-hmm. that's hello, my name is Brandy. That's all I can say. So I can't even come out of the gate with that because then they're going to think like, oh, I can have a conversation with her in French. Nope. That's all I know. My Spanish is pretty good. So when I go to Mexico, I can like get by. But I at least know like, en inglés, por favor. Mi español es muy malo. I can say those things. I don't even how to say that in French. It's just like, American over here. All right. You can say, well, please. You can't say this because you know zero French, but Sarah could say, je parle un petit bit de français. It means I speak a tiny bit of French. Damn. <laughs> There's music playing in the background. We're also staying in this castle. We're not sure if it's haunted, you know, because it's... It's for sure haunted. This thing was built in the 1200s. And yeah, then, definitely haunted. Yeah, 
And they're like, and you are staying in the dungeon. And we're like, we're staying in the dungeon? They called it that? Yeah, but it's also like up in the attic. So I'm like, well, I thought dungeons were like in the basement. I'm just not sure if their English is not right or we're in the dungeon. But anyways, it's probably haunted. I don't know. There's some creepy things up here. It kind of looks like the house in Haunting of Hill House. Kind of. But I tell you what, though, it's so beautiful that I can't imagine, unless there was like murders and beheadings, which I can't imagine. I don't think it's like that kind of castle. This is just like an estate, you know? But I can't imagine anyone being upset, even if you died here, because it's so nice, you know? So I just imagine, if there are ghosts here, I feel like they're just positive ghosts, you know? <laughs> yeah. They're just like, what up, dude? I know it's pretty great. But like, I don't know. It's pretty great. Have some more rosé. Is that what ghosts sound like in France? I don't know. I don't know what they sound like. (sighs) We're in the Bordeaux region of France. Fancy. But yeah, I've got I've got a lot of stories to tell. I got a whole French episode for you. Great! I can't wait because I really I don't know much about. I don't know much Fran- about France. I'm not very educated on France, so enlighten me. Well, buckle your seatbelts, boys and girls, because you're about to embark on quite an adventure in the land of the frogs. Is it the land of the frogs? Yeah, I think, I think we call them French people frogs. And I don't know if that's racist why? or rude. I'm not, I don't know why, but I've heard that before. So if it is racist or rude or just not cool, sorry. Don't know. Dumb American over here. All right. (laughs) Hey, Wells. Yo. I know the weather in LA is like perfect all the freaking time, but let me tell you something. Nashville is cold and rainy AF and it's only November and I felt very unprepared for the winter weather. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, you should be. But I started ruining literally every pair of shoes I own going down to the barn in the freaking rain and the mud. So I went on Shoe Dazzle's website and they have such great options for winter weather I got a great pair of snow boots because I'm trying to be prepared for what's to come and a great pair of rain boots. And it was just so cool to see that Shoe Dazzle, which is a site most people think about for like fashion forward shoes. They also have some really practical things as well. And honestly, I'm thinking about doing some Christmas shopping on Shoe Dazzle. Yeah, like the big new thing in like buying awesome stuff is taking a quiz to like figure out exactly what you like. And Mm -hmm. Shoe Dazzle has that. It's super quick. It's only 60 seconds. It's a style quiz. And then you'll receive a personalized showroom and pieces specific specifically catered towards your own unique style. Honestly, I even am going to go as far as taking the style quiz for friends that I want to buy gifts for. Like some of my best friends, like I know them well enough that I can answer those questions for them. And then it shows me a ton of options for gifts for my friends. And it's so cool. Just you get a personalized experience every single time you shop on Shoe Dazzle and you can't beat the prices. Make sure you enter your email address once you take the style quiz because you'll receive exclusive monthly discounts and the inside scoop about new collections that haven't been released yet, which is super important because when Shoe Dazzle releases new stuff, it goes quick. So you want to make sure that you know when they're putting new products on the site so you are one of the first to get the opportunity to buy. So here's the deal. Shoe Dazzle's offering our listeners this exclusive deal. Get your first Shoe Dazzle style for as low as $10 as a VIP. That's 75% off your first item with their special link. Just go to shoedazzle.com slash YFT to take advantage of this deal right now. That's shoedazzle.com so S H O E D A Z Z L E dot com slash Y F T to get your first style for as low as ten dollars as a VIP. You also get free shipping on orders over thirty nine dollars, and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order at shoedazzle dot com slash Y F T. Love. Do it. Ding ding ding. Really blowing it with no bell. I know, man. 
All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at BowlAndBranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. My friend Maggie texted me two days ago and said, hey, I ran into Wells in Paris. What are the odds? Yeah, so I went to college with her husband, Jess. Mm. But you guys just ran into each other? So this is a guy that I went to college with and was good friends with in Nashville. Looks like you're in France. We're in France. Oh, sweet. And he's like, we want to get a drink. Sure. Tomorrow we'll hit you up. Great. And then tomorrow came and that was the day that we had to go do Instagram stuff. It was like, we got to get around. We got to get around the city. We got to get the pics we need. The Instagram boyfriend of the year needs to come out with with guns blazing. Just on his A game, and I was like, I'm here for it. I'm ready to go. And he had texted me at like 3.30. Hey, we're kind of by your hotel. Do you want to grab a drink? And we were just, I was just knee deep in Instagram land, all right? I was just, I had seven cameras on my person, and I was just doing the thing. And so I didn't respond. And then we get back to the hotel, and there was like this bar on top of the hotel that we're like, oh, let's go check this bar out. So we go up there. There's Jess and his wife and his mom, and they're like, Wells! <gasps> totally forgot to text you back. Ooh, my bad. Anyway, so then I sat and had drinks with them. It was really good to see them. And That's crazy. When she texted me, I was like, what are the odds they would just run into each other? So it makes a little more sense that at least like they knew where you were staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but they're just like That's living cool. in France for like five months, which... It's crazy. And they know no French either, so... Really? Uh, you want to start the show, bro? Oh, yeah, we probably should, bruh. Me or you? You. Bros and Holes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy, as American as I can sound. ding a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling a ling I don't have a belt. I'm in France because I don't put in I don't either because I'm in Austin, Texas. You're in Austin doing Caitlin's podcast. I see people are like sending me videos of you at the show being like, Brandy's cheating on you. It's like, oh, yeah, so I see those too. All right, I guess. I meet a lot of YFTers at these shows, Wells. They beg for us to do live podcasts. All right. They beg. All right, well, when we get back, and when I get back stateside, if I ever make it back from France, maybe we'll do it. I don't know. Or maybe we should do a a couple episodes in France. I'm down. I'll tell you what. Nobody would come, but it's cool. I'll tell you what. The Bachelor, not a big hit in France, all right? Really? No one knows or gives two flying fucks that I am here, but I'll tell you what. Modern Family, huge out here. I bet. 
So I'm living my best life where people are just asking me to take the picture for oh, them with Sarah. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, oh, so you heard about me being the greatest Instagram boyfriend of ours or any other generation. Good to know. <laughs> Let's do this thing. Let me get a couple. Portrait mode. Landscape. All right. Focus. Uh, mm-hmm. Boca mm-hmm. effect. We got it. Tell me more about the live show. Is it fun? It is. So I flew out to Phoenix on... Friday, and we had two shows on Saturday, a day show and a night show. Both were great. The day show's guest was Amy Purdy. Do you know who she is? No. Is it Joe Purdy's sister? Uh, I don't know who that is, but Amy Purdy is freaking awesome. She has won medals in the Paralympics. She, I think, was runner-up at Dancing with Dancing with the Stars. Don't quote me on that, but she did Dance with the Stars and did really well. She lost her legs when she was young from getting meningitis, and she just has the most inspirational story. One of the nicest people I've ever met. Also has a great sense of humor. Just such a cool gal. So that was really fun to get to hang out with her and get to know her a little bit. And then the nighttime show, Jason was the guest. So we really like went downhill there with guests. <laughs> yeah. Just a lot but, of hair gel and yeah. well ironed shirts. Uh, it was actually really fun though. Like we, we were all so drunk by the night show because we'd been drinking since the day show that it was probably a complete shit show. But I think everybody in the audience was just as drunk as we were, if not more. So it ended up being great all day. Everyone just kept saying, thank God you're here. Blake was good and all, but like, thank God you're playing some different music and thank God you can transition. And people just like, we just, everyone dragged Blake all day. Poor little Blakey. He can't win, man. (laughs) Uh, I love Blake so much though, but it was just funny. And um, the first Phoenix show, Jason introduced me for some reason. We've really upgraded our DJ for this show. This this girl's actually a DJ. She's also the head podcast host of your favorite things. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. Not the head. <laughs> Co- co-host. <laughs> not, not more important. I like freaked out. Uh, it was funny though, but it's been really good. So it's just, it's nice to see what cities do well for Caitlin. Cause I'm like, oh, we'll just go to the cities that, that do well for her. And like, hopefully they'll do well for us, but it's been a good time. Drink your bougie French water, why don't you? I wanted to be drinking wine, but I got to be honest with you. I went on a little bit of a run. Mm-hmm. We're here with Sarah's co-star, Jesse Tanner Ferguson, mm-hmm. who plays her uncle on the show. And then his husband is this guy named Jesse Makita, who's freaking awesome and so funny and hilarious. And has a Tony for Oklahoma, which is crazy. We all went on a run and Sarah's like, I'm <laughs> not running. <laughs> we went on a run around like the estate because that's what you do when you're in France. And oh, you do, huh? When we got back, Sarah is being... Just living her best life, the most bouge. She's sitting out by the fire that they've prepared for her, and she's drinking rosé, FaceTiming her best friends, just like really just turning the knife. So we all sat down, and we drank like three bottles of rosé, and then I was like, I need to take a nap. So I went and took a nap, and then I set my alarm for about seven minutes ago. That's why when I texted you, I was like, are you ready? And then you didn't respond. I was like, question mark, question mark, question mark. And I was like, you need to respond. And I was like, going back to bed. Wait, what time is it there? So we are seven hours ahead of you. So it's 5.14 on Monday night. You're sleeping at 5 p.m.? Dude, I have not been able to adjust to um, Ah. jet lag. just My body doesn't do it. It's just a series of naps is what's happening Mm -hmm. here. Yeah. I nap for a couple hours, every couple hours, and I'm like a a cat here in France. (laughs) So anyways, I want to go through just like our trip, which the things that I've learned about French 
people. It's an absolutely wonderful culture and wonderful people who are not mean at all to stupid Americans. <laughs> stupid Americans. I just want to talk real quick about just-in-case bread. French people are super big into just-in-case bread. Everyone walks around with just a loaf of bread just in case. Mm. They just got a baguette in their backpack, in their back mm. pocket, just in case. They're like, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen later. She might get lit and I might need some carbs. <laughs> so I got some, I got my just in case bread and everyone's got a, like a just in case bottle of wine. This is the type of shit I need in my life. Brandy. Yeah, no kidding. Same. I, I need to have in my backpack, the French survival kit is wine, cheese, and bread. And that's it, really. And then people walk around and they just drink shit and eat shit and smoke way too many cigarettes. Yeah. And there's another thing. If Americans did that, we would all just be just dead of diabetes and heart disease. But all these French people look fantastic. I know. How is that possible? No clue. So ding dang will do for just in case bread all right like just what an amazing case. place where the most important thing you have in your survival kit is baguette yeah i'm here for that i'm i'm just here for it anyways oh and my other thing my other favorite thing we stayed at this amazing hotel in paris and the toilet i can't even begin to tell you this toilet one it had a heated seat okay it's like a toto didn't know like the band? Yes. <laughs> I miss the shitters down in Paris. Okay, you and Sarah could totally have a Toto toilet in your house. It's not that expensive. Don't worry. It's already on the docket oh, good. of things we Heated are buying. Seats. It like flushes for you. It cleans your butthole. It like does all the things. Dude, it's got a little <laughs> fan that it notices yeah. when you're shitting and it's like, oh, someone's taking a shit. Hold on. And it's yeah. sucking the smell out. All right. Huh? Heated yep. seat. And then... It cleans your butt Yep. if you're a boy or a girl. And then it's also yep. got a front cleanage system <laughs> yep. for your cooch or it's for re- It's really your balls. great when you're on your period, I got to say. I got to say. Game changer. And here's the thing, and I might get a lot of heat for this, but we always say that we're the greatest country in the world. But you know what? We are never going to get there until the stigma around bidets has been killed, all right? I don't know what the problem is. I don't know if it's some sort of weird, like, homophobic thing, but until we as a nation come together, band together, and say, you know what, enough's enough. No more dirty buttholes. We need (laughs) these toilets everywhere. And the moment that happens, we can officially say, you know what, we might be the greatest country in the world, but right now, we are nowhere near, because we're all walking around with filthy balloon knots, and it's disgusting. I didn't know how clean I could be until I met this toilet. So, boys and girls, bros and hoes. (laughs) Bros and hoes. If you come across one of these toilets, don't be scared, all right? They heat the water a little bit to the perfect temperature of your body, so it's yeah. not terrifying. It's, it feels quite nice. <laughs> My sister has one of these in her house. Okay. Well, next time I got to take a, a crap, I'm coming no, over to Miley's. Make sure you use her bathroom because that's where it is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, with Walk Sarah, right in. Sit right down. <laughs> Sarah and I have already talked about it because in our house, this is bougie, but whatever. This is where we are in our lives. We have... To she has her bathroom, and I have oh, my yeah. bathroom. 
So we're That's getting, the way it should be. We're getting two of these Totos, all right? I love it. And also, like, if any, if there's any representative from Toto that's a YFTer that can oh. figure out a way to come into my life, I will support your toilet till the end of days, okay? <laughs> we will talk about your toilet in every episode of YFT for the rest of our lives. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I had a bell right now. Me too. The other thing that we were, we were talking about a lot is, you know, there's so many monuments in France, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have the Arc de Triomphe, which is mm-hmm. just beautiful, giant gate, I guess. I don't even know what it does. I think, I think when there was some war that they won or didn't lose, they all, like, came back into town and, like, went through this arc. I'm not sure. I didn't read any of the history on it because... You're just making this up. <laughs> could be making it up. I don't know. You know, they have obviously the Eiffel Tower. There's just all these monuments. We just don't have a lot of monuments in in America, you know? No. I was thinking about, like, I was like, what is our shit, you know? And they're like, well... Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is one of them. And then, like, the arch, the Gateway Arch in St. Louis, you know? Is that a monument, though? I guess. I don't know, but it's a monument, too. It's just a big kind of... It's a it's cool. I've seen it before. But, like, I guess, like, our biggest... Our biggest monument is Statue of Liberty. And guess who gave it to us? Who? Oh, you don't you don't know this? I hated history. It was my least favorite subject in school. Wow. Okay. Well, fun fact, the dude that built the <laughs> Eiffel Tower also oh. built the fucking Statue of Liberty and sent it to us. The, really? Our greatest monument, we didn't even do. It was a gift to us. Sounds about right. Yeah, I guess our other one is maybe the Empire State Building. Is that like a that's like a big monument? Like people go to that in D.C. The Lincoln statue is probably considered a monument, right? Yeah, that one and the Washington Monument. That's like the big kind of yeah, the, the pointy thing. Yeah, the big penis looking thing. But I think like, <laughs> but for the most part, honestly, like, I feel like the White House is considered a monument at this point. Yeah, but it's functional. The Golden Gate Bridge yeah. is functional, and Empire State Building is functional. Like I guess. It's the most American thing in the world to be like, man, that's a nice tower you Frenchies got, but what does it do? Does it do anything? And they're like, no, it's just beautiful. We make it because it's beautiful. You know, like we need a little yeah. more of that in our country. You know, just build I some agree. pretty shit just to go yeah. look at, you know? Totally. It doesn't need to do anything. No. But it's because we're a, like, a young country and France has been around for, I don't know, a couple hundred years, I guess. I don't know. I don't, didn't do any research, but I, I assume that's <laughs> it's old. I don't know. I'm in a castle right now that was built in the 1200s. So basically, anything we tell you on this podcast, like we haven't researched it at all. Don't believe anything we say. No, we're stupid Americans. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, we couldn't have done the more stupid American thing than us trying to get to Bordeaux. So we're traveling with Jesse and Justin, and we get a car from Paris to the train station. We get there an hour early because we're like, we don't know what we're doing, right? Train stations are scary. Just a lot, all right? They're very confusing. Also, like, zero security, which, okay. Yeah. Seems like you might put a little bit in, but that's fine. You know, do you. You got your fucking just-in-case bread, so that's good. (laughs) 
So we get there. We're an hour early, and there's like a little waiting room. So we go and we sit in the waiting room, and like we're looking at the there's like a TV that's like all right on track four and whatever. It's there, and we're like okay. So we're like kind of sitting there waiting, and we like reading the stuff. It's like make sure you're at the track no later than two minutes before the train leaves. And we're like looking at the screen, and we're like, man, there's no like now boarding thing. We're like ten minutes away or five minutes away, and we're like, hey, maybe it's later, or whatever. So finally, we're like, maybe we should just go. So we walk over there. We miss our train. No, we were there an hour early and. We miss our train because they don't have like a now boarding thing, which is no, they don't. Which so far I've done nothing but praise your country, France. But I don't know. Throw up a now boarding. Time to get no your one, happy ass on the track. Nowhere in Europe does that. Whenever I've taken a train, like if say that's like a ten oh eight train, the train doesn't actually pull up until ten oh eight. So yeah. it's and then it and then it's gone by ten oh nine somehow. Yeah. So it's like if you aren't there on the dot, because I am always like, where's the train? Did I miss it? I'm freaking out. But it pulls up on the dot at ten oh eight. People get on so fast. They don't check tickets or anything when you get on. They wait till you're like 30 minutes down the track and then they check your ticket. It's a crazy system. Also, could you be in the more echoey room? Is there a more echoey room in the Caridi household? I don't know. I mean, what is happening? <laughs> I'm in the guest house. I don't know. There's another train that's leaving like an hour away. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. Then we try to go exchange our tickets. I have no idea how to do that. I don't know what kind of wizardry you need to know to be able to do that. We're just, we look like chimpanzees just slapping TV screens, just trying to figure out how it works. And finally, Jesse and Justin are like, we're going to go find someone who's going to take pity upon us and figure this out. So they go find someone. We get our tickets changed. This time we're on the track at least 10 minutes beforehand. By the way, everyone's traveling with like a knapsack or a backpack and, and all that's in these things are a bottle of wine and some just-in-case bread, whereas we are traveling with our entire wardrobe because oh, yeah. some American. It's so American. So we get on the train and we're like fumbling through the, the cars and we think we've found where we're supposed to be and there's some, you know, some wonderful French people in what we think are our seats and then they're like no no these are our seats but they're doing it in French and we're like no these are our seats we're like look at our ticket and they're like I, I don't know you're stupid Americans we were in the wrong train car not even oh. close to where we were supposed to be oh no but we had already put our bags in yeah. a general area so we're like you know what those are staying there we can't move them now you know? Yeah, no way. So we go find our seats so far away from where our bags have been put. You know? Whatever. When we get to the Bordeaux exit, like you said, you got to be Johnny on the spot here go. because it's getting the fuck out of here. So yeah. Jesse and I are sprinting through the train. He's like weaseled his way way through. He's like ripping out these bags left and right. He's sweating like a the hooker in church. It's a amazing to see this man work and he gets like all the bags off he's sweating like crazy and somehow some way by the luck of god we get all our bags off the train i'm impressed then we gotta go rent a car well, oh that arises many more problems one of which we arrived around 2 p.m which apparently in france is i gotta go eat, eat some just in case bread lunchtime <laughs> So we sit, <laughs> we sit in the Euro Hertz or whatever for like uh -huh. 35 minutes just waiting for this guy to get done with his just in case spread. And finally, someone comes in. We get where our, our car is. We are traveling 
with so many bags, it's the funniest thing in the world. We get a seven passenger car and we can't fit all the luggage in it at all. No. That's that's how American we are. Yeah, it's so bad. We finally get in the car and Jesse's like, I don't know where my backpack is. In, oh. in all the hubbub, we have lost the backpack. So he sprints back to the Hertz rental car of, of <laughs> France, gets his backpack. Luckily, that was there. Comes back. We get in the car. Then we were able to like get on our way to the castle that we're staying at here in France. I just have never felt so stupid mm-hmm. as I have in this country. Yeah. You know? But that's part of traveling. I feel like abroad is it tumbles you a little bit. I've learned a lot about you know? myself. And what I learned yeah. is I haven't learned a lot. That's And you love you love a clean butthole. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Things are tasting better. Smells are smelling better. My vision has improved. Because your butthole's clean? Yes. I never knew how much <laughs> of a liability a dirty butthole is until I've come to France and realized that music sounds better here. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. It's fantastic. It's a whole new world. Hey, Wells. Yo. Did you bring your Quip toothbrush to Paris? Uh-huh. Of course I did. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I love my Quip toothbrush. Uh, well, my favorite thing about my Quip toothbrush is how easy it is to pack. I was literally, I'm a psychopath. I was standing at the bathroom counter in Arizona laughing at myself because I bring so many toiletries with me on trips. It's absolutely absurd. I pack my entire bathroom. So this toothbrush is awesome because it's so small. It fits right into my travel bag. Doesn't take up much room. So I I can bring all the other things that I really don't need and still have a great toothbrush when I'm on the road. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect for at-home use too, but it's awesome for traveling around. You know, they send you new brush heads when you need them. They send you new toothpaste when you need it. They also send you little travel size toothpaste, which I love, by the way. It comes with the travel case. Aside from that, my Quip toothbrush looks cool, dude. Gunmetal gray. It's just like, oh man, that guy looks so cool. I bet he has a cool looking toothbrush. And you know what? You're right, I do. Quip's also got a floss dispenser that comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough, which I find that when I floss, I use so much. I'm wasting so much floss every single time just because I'm an idiot. But this one's great. It shows you exactly how much to use. And Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping. So your routine is always right, and you never run out of stuff. Yeah, and if you go to getquip.com slash YFT right now, you get your first refill pack full free. Free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash YFT. Spell G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash YFT. Quip, the good habits company. Hey, Wells. Yo. I got an email today that Article is having a massive sale before the holidays. You know how much I freaking love Article. Real? I didn't know that, but that's good to know because we're having so many people come visit us, and I think it's time for us to get some, I don't know, some new furniture, spice it up a little bit. Totally. As the end of November looms, so does the biggest sale of the year. On Article, keep your eyes peeled and your Instagram open for sneak peeks of forthcoming Black Friday sales. Article is the easiest way to make your space look beautiful. This 
direct to customer furniture company combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity of online shopping. They have fast, affordable shipping available across the United States and Canada, and it's free on orders over $9.99. Plus, additional options for interim delivery and assembly assistance, which is important if you're alone like me and you just can't assemble furniture on your own. Not to mention, all in-stock items are delivered in two weeks or less, which is insanely fast for good quality furniture. Yeah, I love our outdoor chairs from Article that we use around the fire pit. People rave about them every time they come over. Seriously, it's one of my favorite pieces in the house. Love Article. And- I do too. I've actually got a leather sofa from Article that I've had for years. And it's held up great, even with the dogs on it and everything. Everyone always thinks that I paid way more for it than I did. Article has fair prices. You save 30% over traditional retail prices. And Article is able to keep their prices low by cutting out the middleman and selling directly to you. So not only are you already shopping low prices, but they're having all these crazy good sales before the holidays. So here's the deal. Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim this awesome deal, visit article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at the checkout. That's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Love me some article. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, Go check it out. I truly do too. Yeah, man. For whatever reason, while we were in Paris, we went to dinner at a Chinese restaurant because- Why would you do that? It was highly talked about. So we went to dinner and this is like such a name drop thing, but whatever. We, we were, because they're filming Modern Family here. So we went to dinner with Jesse and Justin and then Ty Burrell, who plays Sarah's dad and mm-hmm. a couple other people. And we went to this Chinese restaurant and the only table that they had was a gigantic circular table, the Knights of the Round Table. You couldn't hear anybody. So people were just like, hey, hey, could you tell, uh, could you tell Ty that his hair looks great? Uh, Jesse says that your uh, hair looks great. <laughs> oh, thanks. Can you tell Jesse that this duck is fantastic? Yep. Okay. That's how we had to like talk to each other. Anyways. Just in case bread is the best thing you've come up with in a long time. I know. Just in case. I didn't come up with it. <laughs> The French did. It's really good. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about, and this is not talking to you about your connection, but it happens with my mom a lot where I'll be talking to her and her connection is poor all the time. Mm-hmm. And I get so angry at her. <laughs> I do this, Reinhardt. Yeah. This is always bad. And you're just so mad at them. And it's not their fault, you know? I know. That thing is like, maybe it's your connection. You're like, don't you dare put this on me. All right, I got... Then you start doing things like, I got full bars, bro. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, my thing is like, I'm like, you live in the middle of the freaking bush in the middle of nowhere, Africa. It's not my wife. Yeah, can't be me. Cannot be my... I live in the city. Get it together. (laughs) Anyways, uh, you got any fave things, bro? I do, actually. I can't even believe I'm going to say it. Oh, I love it. I'm staying at Casa Caridi. With Olivia and her mom. And I've never met someone who was such a massive fan of Hallmark Christmas movies as Olivia Caridi. She watches them every single night and and actually likes it. And I'm just like such a hater. I'm like, no, those are cheesy. Those aren't good. It's full of actors and actresses that can't get a real gig. And they're just bad. Well, I watched my first Hallmark Christmas movie last night. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I actually really loved it. <laughs> yeah. Which one did you watch? It was the premiere of it last night. It's called Right Before Christmas. W-R-I-T-E, right, because there's like a songwriter in there. I'm pretty sure that was the play on that. Okay. 
But it really caught me because Chad Michael Murray's in it and I live and die for One Tree Hill. So I was like, oh, let's just we'll just watch a few minutes of it. I watched the whole thing. I didn't cry because I'm not a crier, but it, it it touched a soft spot somewhere within me. And I really loved it. And now I'm a Hallmark Christmas movie fan. I can't even believe I'm saying it. I appreciate a Hallmark Christmas movie or even like a Lifetime Christmas movie. You know, we've been hanging out with Jesse and Justin a lot and they sent me this Amazon review and they're like, mm-hmm. go home, Wells, read it for Sarah, and videotape Wells doing it. Sarah videoed me doing it, so we'll post this to the Have site you. later. I was doing it, and I was like, I should do this in my grandma voice. <laughs> okay? Can't wait. So this is an Amazon review for, I'm just going to say it, for a lady product. Oh. For some me time. For a, uh-huh. a lady me time product. Okay. Okay. And I'm already scared. Uh, five stars. Mm. Subject line: Wow. Just oh. wow. That's it. Having read everyone's reviews, I had high expectations, but with the price being under fifty dollars, I wasn't exactly going to be shocked if it was, you know, mediocre. A few friends of mine bought it recently and told me of its power. I was warned to take the day off, hydrate, and above all, do some stretches. <laughs> I thought they were being such drama queens. It was delivered within two days of ordering, so it's already off to a good start. Opening the very discreet box, instructions say, 2.5 hour charge time. Not too bad. I plug this little bad boy in. While the kids are at school waiting for it to charge, killing time reading some erotica my friend and fellow queenie recommended because I don't have time to screw around waiting to get in the mood. I have to get the kids in a few hours, and I need to be ready to go when this thing's done charging. TikTok, bitch. TikTok. Welcome to motherhood. Patiently waiting, me is checking to see if the light has stopped blinking every 10 minutes like a crackhead waiting for its dealer. After only an hour and a half, solid pink light. Game on. I play with the settings on my hand to test the fine machinery out. The vibration for the G-Spot is quite strong. I was impressed with that, even before use. Next was the suction. So many levels, it was interesting to see the different patterns and strengths. There are 10 levels for clitoral and 10 patterns for G-Spot. I've never used a clit... I've never used a clit suction type stimulator, so I have nothing to compare it to. But look forward to it nonetheless. Time to solo potty. I found placement for the clit a bit low for my body shape. It took me a few minutes to get everything where it needed to be. That was a bit time-consuming and slightly frustrating. But as with any new toy, it's trial and error. I started the, <laughs> I started the clit one on low, which I barely even felt. Unbeknownst to me, it wasn't lined up 100%. So me being me, I decided to go from 0 to 60 in 3.5. I hit the suction button setting to level 5 or 6 and hit the G-spot button as well. And made a minor adjustment on suction placement. At least that's what I think happened, because I'm pretty sure I blacked out. My legs went straight out. <laughs> My legs went straight out like one of those goats who fainted and scared. <laughs> I never came so fast and so hot in my life. I squirted. Oh God. I have never no. done that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Luckily, I put a towel down because I hate wet spots. I friendly tried to turn it off, but ended up hitting buttons like a maniac, sending an even stronger suction and now very impulses of the G-Spot vibrator, and came again, and I'm pretty sure I levitated. <laughs> it was an unending orgasm. Oh my god. This time my soul left me, and God himself said, child, it's not your time. Go back to the little pink light. Mind you, I'm agnostic. Oh my god. 
I'm brought back into my earthly body after managing to pull it off me and throw it across the bed. It falls to the floor, still buzzing happily away. I shook for a good five fucking minutes. I couldn't get up <laughs> off the bed even if I wanted to. I st stared at my ceiling dazed, trying to remember, who am I? What year is this? <laughs> this is the most dramatic thing I've ever read. I get up to clean up and realize in my seizure-like orgasms, I hurt my hip and back. I'm still hobbling four hours later. I did not stretch enough. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So in conclusion, this met and exceeded my expectations. Hydrate. Make sure you don't have to do anything that involves decisions or brain power for the rest of the day. And for the love of God, stretch like you're <laughs> about to run the 500 meter dash. <laughs> This is nuts. What is this person's name? I have to know. Oh, fuck, dude. The name is Express 7976. I'm going oh, to send you this. I'm going to send you this. name. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. My favorite. That is insane. My favorite part is my legs went straight out like one of those goats uh -huh. who faint when they get scared. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the visual of that. I mean, the, the dedication to that review. I know is so intense. I squatted. I never uh, do that. Oh my god. Anyway. Well, the actual sex is going to be really disappointing for her after that. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's so funny too cuz it says at the end of it edited on July 3rd. This went viral. You owe me big time, Tracy, and your little dog too. Oh, I need to talk about this new fave thing. I don't know if you saw my good buddy Steve Lee, Mr. Steve the Music Man. He was a guy that uh, lived in Nashville, now lives in Los Angeles, and uh, I've been friends with him for quite a while. Uh, he used to come on my radio show way back in the day, and we would do like an hour of like just like kids music. People loved it. Now that he lives in LA, he was like, well, why don't we put out a kids podcast? So I have another podcast out, but it's not really mine. Oh. It's my buddy Steve Lee. I just help him out on it and really help promote it. But it's really, really good. It's just like 35 minutes of positivity for kids. So it's like perfect if you're like on a drive to, you know, school or whatnot. It's called The Early Birds with Mr. Steve and Wells. It's just really cute. It's a, it's a lot of like cool music. He's a fantastic musician. My buddy Dan, who's in Daniels and the Great Lakes, is the producer. And he's also like writing a lot of, of the music for it. And then we take in like little like questions like we'll be like you know what's your favorite animal and then people call in and like kids call in and, and talk about like their favorite animal and whatever it's just a really cool positive fun like it's nothing like this podcast at all there's no talk about vibrators i promise you it's very very clean and it's just really sweet so if you got kids out there i'm sure there's yfters out there that have kids and For sure. need, like a good a good podcast check out my boy steve lee's podcast it's called the early birds with mr steve and wells and yeah, it's cute. That's awesome. Uh, one last thing. I got a really funny DM from a YFT out there that I wanted to read on the show. Okay. So this is from Grace Waldron. Hey, Wells. My name is Grace, and I'm an avid YFT listener. I'm in college at Penn State, just got home, and I'm drunk off my ass. Maybe <laughs> I should read this in like a drunk voice. Definitely. Hey, Wells. My name is... My name is Grace and I'm an avid YFT listener and I'm in college at Penn State and I just got home and I am drunk off my ass and while I'm eating my drunk food it's a nice quesadilla by the way I'm choosing to listening I'm choosing to listening to your favorite thing 
Uh, your podcast is fave, and it always makes me happy. I, uh, I love YFT. Please have a good day. Oh, my God. You just started talking about some book and a setting in Ohio. I'm from Ohio! (laughs) (laughs) I just imagine someone being like, they just said the state I'm in. Holy shit. I got to message somebody. (laughs) Anyways, thanks, Grace. That was funny. Um, I'm from Ohio. Oh, shit. I'm from Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you got anything else? I'm still reading uh, Art of Racing in the Rain. I feel like I will finish it absolutely by next week and probably have also watched the movie. It's so good. Have you really not read it? No, but I'm getting a bunch of DMs of people being like, thank you so much for that recommendation. We freaking love you're it. Gonna, you're going to love it as much as you love dogs. Like, it's such a cute story. I know, you but is it, does it end next. sad with the dog dying? So if it does, don't want to read it. I'm not there yet. See? I don't know. All right, well, let me know. Because I guarantee you that's how it's going to happen at the end. But it might still be a really sweet story. Guess what? They don't have that guy from This Is Us in the movie if it's not if gonna, no one dies. if it's not going to have a dog die at the end. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried's in it too, and I'm obsessed with her, so I'm excited to see the movie. All right. Well, if a dog lives, then you'll read it. Then I'll think. I'll consider it. Fine. I think we did enough. Yeah. Just in case, bread. Just in case, bread made the whole episode worthwhile. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I miss you. Miss you too. When the hell do you come home? We come back in a couple of days. So just in time for me to head to South Africa. Perfect. Ooh, Reinhardt. Are we going to have Mikhail Hausman on the episode next week? Yeah, for sure. Actually, it'll be the week after next, I think, that I'm with him to record. Would love to. Yeah, great. What I should do is I I should send you to Africa with the recording device and make you guys do it together and just be like, oh my God, it'll be so boring with just him and I. No. Yeah, he's like, he's so shy on with the microphone. He'll like say two words. Get him a couple whiskeys deep and then. That's a good idea. You know? Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, man. And someone's gonna get some deep alcohol. I seriously considered flying to Denver just to get a wax with laughing gas. It was so great last time. <laughs> they don't have that in Nashville? No. So dumb. I tried to talk my dentist into starting it. I was there a few weeks ago getting my teeth cleaned, and I was like, you guys should really start offering waxes in this office also, because I would totally, yeah. totally pay for that. Totally. I mean, I'm thinking about flying to Denver for it, for crying out loud. All right? Yeah. All right, well, go get yourself uh, some dub Oh, I'm gonna. Oh, Don't yeah. you worry. All right, I like that. <laughs> um, okay, well, speaking of, I'm in France, so. Oh, go get some dub <laughs> Well, you know. You're like, yeah, that's happening right now. See ya. Bye. <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.